Welcome to the Fun and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupkin, and let the games begin. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fun and Games Podcast. Happy Wednesday. You guys are excited for this episode. You've already seen the title of it. Today, we have Whitney Simmons on the podcast. Yay. Can I'm you, so happy to be here. Can you believe it? I just want everyone to know that I had to ask to be here. <laughs> Throw me under the I bus. I literally pulled Brittany aside a couple weeks ago and I said, so is there a reason like you haven't invited me on the podcast yet? Because like all of our friends have been on but me. So let me know if you ever want me. Okay. You guys already know Whitney is amazing. I'm like oh. looking right into your eyes. Oh. We're actually in person for this. Mm-hmm. No, but I feel like a lot of you can probably relate we grew up watching you not like grow up because we're the same age but do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you were you were queen win everybody looked at you no 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 it's the truth though it's 100 percent the truth so you know how scared i was to ask you why she's gonna say no for like over two years now i know but it's still scary okay so i was just waiting well it's an honor to be here it's an honor to have you all hail queen whitney no stop that it's so cool whitney and Brittany. let's go you guys I've even had people on this podcast. Did you, have you, okay. I've had people on this podcast mm-hmm. who even say that they started watching you and then they made their own accounts and everything. Was so. it Lip Dog? I don't know if Lib said it. Hmm. I know Hebe did. She's like, Cute. I'd watch people like Whitney. Stop it. Yeah. Monumental milestone. The fitness community bring us all together. We love it. Mm-hmm. Fit girlies. <laughs> I want to ask how, since we've all started by looking up to you, how was it back when you first started because you no seriously a lot of people weren't going to the gym Mm -hmm. or girls like we feel like embarrassed and uncomfortable yeah you definitely set a precedence of way back then inviting everyone to go to the gym by starting to like film yourself Mm -hmm. in the gym before Mm -hmm. it was a thing Mm -hmm. okay well first of all I always like wanted to make content Mm -hmm. so I remember like watching all the OG beauty and lifestyle gurus. Like those were all the people that I watched. I loved beauty, hair care, skin care, watched it all. But I felt like nobody had done fitness unless they were doing bikini competitions. Yes. Which I've never had any interest in. So when I started, everyone that was on YouTube already that was doing fitness was competing. So I wanted to bring something else to it because at that point, fitness for me was so much more than just... More aesthetics. Yes. Bikini competitions, yes. you know. The when whole... I found the gym, I was like in a very dark, dreary spot. And my dad kind of threw me into the gym. I was like, you need to find a new hobby because I was done with cheerleading, gymnastics, like any sport that I had was gone. And so my dad was like, let's like get you into something else. So I fell in love with fitness and so when I started posting, that's what I wanted to post about. Yeah. When I finally got the courage to post, mm-hmm. which took a long time. Wait, why did it take a long time? Because it's so scary. Yeah. I feel like now it's so easy, especially with TikTok. Like everyone and anyone should post whatever content they want to post. Yeah. But like I was very nervous back in the day, but I feel like it's way easier now Yeah. to just throw content up. But that's because you made it feel more comfortable and more no yeah no I think so for sure I, I definitely always grew up looking up to you so okay. you know this is this, this is too much this, this is, is too shocking. much shocking Thank you. 
Okay, so you were in a dark place. I've, mm-hmm. I've watched your fitness journey. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of people have watched that, it's right? It's like 10 years old at this point. Isn't that cool? Oh, okay, kind of dramatic. Okay, a little bit dramatic. Like maybe five or six years okay. old. <laughs> but I, you said it was. You did cheer, right? Yeah. And did you what, Did you not make the team? No, I, I got kicked off oh. after my first year because I didn't have a partner to stunt with. Oh because I was too tall to cheer is what my cheer coach said to me. Oh my gosh. But like, instead of like pulling me aside and being like, we can't take you this year. Like she just didn't call my name at tryouts. And I was like, Oh, that's awkward. That's a shocker. Yeah. And I was only at that college to cheer. So it kind of put me in like this weird place where I was like, "Mm, do I still want to be here? If I'm not cheering anymore, Mm -hmm. like, am I happy here without cheer? And there was a good year where I was like really trying to figure out what the next thing was for me. And Mm -hmm. I couldn't. So, like, I actually packed up all my bags and moved back to Ohio. Like, I thought I was just going to be done with this school that I went to at Utah State. So, when I decided to go back, that summer that I moved home is the summer that my dad, like, threw me into the gym. Thank goodness. Found something. Love that. Yeah. Love that. So, you started posting. Well, it took me a long time to post because I fell in love with fitness, but I didn't start posting until a year after I graduated six months after I graduated okay so it was I graduated in May and I started posting on YouTube in January because I'd moved to a new city and I had no friends zero I had one friend Mm -hmm. and he was a friend I had from college but I had nothing else but my full-time job desk job that I was not happy at I didn't love it so I remember like going into the bathroom stall and like reading my comments and like posting my YouTube videos from the bathroom stall at work because I was like so obsessed with YouTube like once I started posting I just fell in love I loved it and it felt like I finally had a friend yep because that's how it feels like when you're posting online and you're talking to all of your friends every day like these are your girls these are your ride and die girls and like I finally felt like I had a friend when I had nobody else like around me. Does that make sense? It does. Mm-hmm. And I totally agree. You can mm-hmm. feel so alone, but whenever you go online, it's Yeah. You actually have some good friends. Yeah. So I'd spend my week I'd spend all week working, mm-hmm. do comments and or like post on Instagram from the bathroom stall. <laughs> and then I love that. over the weekend I'd film all of my content. They're like, why is Wendy yeah. taking so long in the bathroom? She's, She's like, oh, she takes a lot of bathroom breaks. <laughs> She's in there. Yeah. Every single day. Okay. That is so cool. I never would have imagined that you would leave like your little desk job and you're in the bathroom sneaking your comments oh, yeah. and everything. Every single day. Yeah. So did you, was it hard then to take a step back while you were building up your social media platforms and everything? Mm. Or how long until when you started posting, were you able to leave your job full time? It took, I mean, I do, I do realize this is insane. Yeah. But it took eight to nine months. I had one video do really, really well. It was a full day of eating. Mm -hmm. And so at that point I went to my mom and I was already looking for a new job anyways. And I said, well, I think I just want to try this out. Like, I just want to see what can happen. So I was posting once a week, every week for those nine months and my first paycheck came in May and it was for a hundred dollars and I was so excited and I was like maybe I can do this like let me just see if I can do this like if I can pay rent and I can pay for my car and I can just like get by by just doing YouTube I really want to do it yeah it was like my passion at that point so I left my job started posting two times a week on YouTube but my mom was so funny because she was sending me job applications for <laughs> months and months and months. Like, oh, you should apply for this job in case this doesn't work out. Yeah. Like, she was so nice and caring. So supportive. So We supportive. love that. Yes. 
but I just like went for it. You know, scary. And it worked out. I feel very fortunate that it did work out. Yeah. But that is so cool. And your platforms just kept building. Like your momentum, you it was crazy. Like I remember when you hit a million on Instagram and then did two million. You were at like a Gymshark event and it and you hit two million or three million or something. I remember seeing that. Yeah, this is insane. Where, where was that? Everyone was freaking out. Like even like you had more followers than Steve Cook. And I was like, Stop oh it. my God. <laughs> Steve Cook's going to come for me now. <laughs> Who he is this, Brittany? I've never even he heard of you. Never. <laughs> he would never. Oh, no. But um, I remember that. And I was like, holy cow. I know. It was, it was so insane. Did you feel a lot of pressure as you were getting, since yours just blew up? Was it just overwhelming and exciting? Was it... You know, how did you feel? It was feel? like nothing but pure joy and happiness and so much excitement. And it was just like, I mean, still to this day, I just feel like it's so, I don't know. I like pinch myself every single day because you just, I mean, you get it. Like you just, I don't know why this happened. I don't know why anyone follows me. I don't know. <laughs> I truly don't understand. I'm such a normal girl who like is such an introvert. I sit at my house every day. Like Steph and I don't leave the house ever because I'd rather just be at home with my fiance yeah. and my dogs. And I like to go on walks, but like, that's it. And I'm just like such a normal girl, but I just like felt so much fulfillment in sharing my fitness journey which has just evolved so much over the last couple of years. Like it's nothing now what it used to be or what I started sharing. Like when I started sharing, I was so passionate about weight training. Mm -hmm. And that was like every single video was a new workout or a full day of eating. Like, and I just slowly started expanding to like other things that I love, like beauty and healthcare and just living an overall healthy lifestyle. But I mean, still to this day, it's just like, how? I just don't understand. Yeah. I love that you said everything's evolved mm -hmm. from a lot of weight training to now you incorporate a lot of different things, which I think you're really, really good at. All of your beauty videos, love them. All of your I Get Ready With Me, beauty. love them. I love, those are my favorite videos I know. to make. Well, and you've had some really cool collabs too with Thank Tarte you. and everything. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. congrats to you Thank on you. that. But how else do you feel? I guess that's something that I like to talk about too, about how your goals, especially with fitness mm -hmm. and what you eat and mm -hmm. weight training and everything, they can change. Where a lot of times we can get so focused in social media that we can only train one way, mm -hmm. we can only do one thing, but really it can change over time. Yeah. It can adapt. So yeah. you mentioned that, but maybe talk a little bit more about how your training style mm -hmm. has changed mm -hmm. and maybe how your mindset's changed through that too. Well, I think when I first started, there was like my whole world revolved around the gym and like, that's okay. I don't regret mm -hmm. any of that time, but like you just evolve, things change. But like I do, like I look at these girls on, on TikTok and Instagram and they're just like their whole world is weight training and they like love it and they're so passionate about it. I'm like, Oh, I miss those days. Like, I know. I miss those days where like going to the gym was the best part of my day. Mm -hmm. But like once it becomes your job, it like you kind of take a little shift on it you're like okay this is now my job like the gym to me used to be a safe place where I would go and it was my escape but now the gym to me is work so I've had to find other ways to like get active which is where like I love going on walks now mm -hmm. like I was never a walker you get it because you've been doing yoga lately I know you're I just like a yogi girl now wow yeah you're like a yoga hot mom girl thank you yeah I know Fridays yeah for yoga let's go but I don't know I just feel like with time if I'm used oh my gosh 
gosh. Do you remember the days when, like, if you missed a workout? Yes. You thought your whole world was going to come crumbling down. Yes. I just talked about that because mm-hmm. it, it really would. Because, again, like you said, your whole life and everything mm-hmm. revolves around the gym. Absolutely. Like, you love that. It's the highlight of your day. Well, like, when I moved to this new city and I was working this full-time job, like, I would leave on my lunch break to go do cardio at the gym, mm-hmm. go back to work, and then right after work, I would go straight back to the gym. Like, I lived and loved the gym, and I loved strength training, and I'd work out six days a week, mm-hmm. which looking back, I'm like, how did <laughs> I do that? Right? I'm like, like how did so I? so insane. How did I have time? How was my body, Honestly. like, okay with that? But I, like, wasn't dating. I refused to date. I refused to go hang out with any of my friends. Like, it was such an unhealthy obsession that mm-hmm. I had with the gym where like now through time and with like living life and other things happening like getting engaged having dogs <laughs> no that they're not like children but to me they are um like things just change you know what I mean yeah and so it's like four times a week at the gym for me is plenty I mean it's like more than enough yeah and your body needs that rest so it's like so nice to like evolve and just like understand and listen to your body i push myself for six days straight at the gym and it's like there was no recovery time where was the recovery <laughs> where were the rest days honestly <laughs> and so now it's like having that balance of just four straight training days a, a week and walking and mm-hmm. just spending out time being spending time outdoors being active without always thinking that that has to be strength training yes has been such a nice shift agreed I feel the same way because I mean, mine was a little bit different with like pregnancy and postpartum Mm -hmm. that kind of, you know, obviously that changes your life a lot. So going from again, like six to five days a week to now three, now I'm back at four, Mm -hmm. maybe five Mm -hmm. if I include yoga, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it, it definitely has changed. And it's crazy to think that at one point in time, my whole life revolved around the gym. I know. And it's so cool because when you're young, you can be a little bit more selfish and that is kind Mm -hmm. of what your life is about. Whereas when you get older and you get relationships and you start a family or you, meaning like dogs or kids, you know, you're getting Mm -hmm. engaged, you're Mm -hmm. dating, your priorities shift a little bit. And Mm -hmm. I think that comes with aging and maturity and there's nothing wrong with that. That's why I think it's so important to build healthy habits. Yes. So that you just, you like movement, you like exercise, Mm -hmm. but that can change. Mm -hmm. It can look like six days at the week six days at the week, six days at the gym mm-hmm. or two days of yoga, mm-hmm. Pilates, whatever it is, like it can change. Absolutely. But I also like how you said being selfish, like that's not a bad thing. And I would Mm-mm. never trade that time in my life for anything. Like no. those couple of years where I graduated from college, I was moved to a new city. I had a new job. I was working out every single day, like being as selfish as I wanted because I had nothing else. Like that was my time and I like so I push that so hard on anyone that comes to me for any advice I'm like you need to take that time to just be by yourself especially like if you're going through heartbreak like being by yourself and understanding like you and figuring out who you are as a person and allowing yourself to be selfish without feeling any guilt it's like I would not trade those those years for anything those were like my most self-healing growing fun years and I just want everyone to take to have those yes, yes. you but have to that's where you learn who you are mm-hmm. and that's where you get to try even with like social media it's great to be exposed to a bunch of different things a bunch of different exercises a bunch of mm-hmm. ways people eat whatever they're into to be able to take that time though and invest in yourself to see what are your actual passions what are you actually interested in mm-hmm. that's a total different ball game than 
you know, constantly being bombarded, you've got to have that self, absolutely that journey with yourself absolutely. of what you like, who you are. Absolutely. Take that time to be selfish. Like but I would that's never, those, yeah. yeah. I would never go back that. to that. Mm-hmm. Hopefully I don't have to go back yeah, to no, that. Yeah, no, I feel that. Right. <laughs> but no. I like would never trade those years for anything. Like those are, those are, I mean, those are the years where I finally felt like I could start a YouTube channel. Yeah. I could go and build a career that I wanted. I could start a business that I wanted. Like those are the years that I just, I didn't have to worry about anyone other than myself and like you need to take advantage of those years 100 percent. that's when I see these these girls popping up on TikTok and Instagram I'm like you go girl like yeah. you enjoy this while you while you're at it because it's so much fun it is so much fun oh young young wit days I know that was the start carefree mm-hmm. but then when you start dating mm-hmm. you like know who you are mm-hmm. so when you start dating it's even easier oh 100 to know who you are and exactly and everything you know what you want taking those selfish years absolutely don't feel guilty never never ever what's your perception of the female fitness industry right now let's chat about it okay you go first i have to go first okay i don't even know okay i guess i would say my thoughts are i would say okay there's pros and cons so the pros are i feel like there's a lot of people who are who are into yoga Mm -hmm. or Pilates or weight training. Like there's a bigger representation maybe of Mm -hmm. different training styles. I don't know. How would you answer that? Um, I'm curious. Okay. So in 2020, I started getting very worried. Okay. Did you notice the shift that happened during 2020 when you would get on TikTok and like... Yes. Oh yeah. Like the toxic just standards. Yeah. Okay. Stuff that I felt like the entire like we were all trying to shift away from, we were going back to. Agreed. And so I was actually really resistant towards TikTok at first because even getting on there, I found was a little... Not good for your mental health. Yes. So I feel very excited with the industry now because I do feel like there are, like I've always said this, I know that you've said the same thing, like, it is not about living this like perfect, strict dieting, like hitting your workouts. Like I want to live a healthy lifestyle for many, many years and years and years to come so that when I do decide to have babies, when I am a grandparent, like if that, if I ever have the opportunity to do that, like I want to be healthy and like able and moving. And I just want to have like a healthy relationship with my body and with food. Yep. And I feel like there's this really good atmosphere going on where how you said like people are doing other things besides weight training, which is what it's all about. Like I feel like people are finding interest outside of weight training in ways that still allow them to move their body and like learn to love who they are. Yes. So I do feel like there's really good representation right now where it's like, you don't have to just weight train to be healthy. It's like, we have all these girls going on hot girl walks. Yes. You're over here doing yoga. Pilates is all the rage right now, which I still haven't tried. I did like a Pilates class in college, but I've never done reformer Pilates. Me neither. It looks so hard. It looks scary. It looks so scary. It's so hard. We should go. We should go. You want to get a class tonight? (laughs) Yeah. I would totally do it. I would do it. Okay. But I'm so scared. Me too. But we'll do it together. Yeah, that would be fun. We'll just look at each other. Is it time to leave? (laughs) It's getting a little bit too hard. What's the signal? Two hand, uh-huh. two hand uh-huh. waves. I don't know. We just can you we just follow me so face. I can get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like I feel like it's good right now. I feel like 
there's a place for everybody Mm -hmm. and there's so many different people doing what they love and like isn't that what it's all about yeah you know that's interesting that you say I agree when TikTok first came up there was a lot Mm -hmm. a lot of bad toxic trends coming up yes and people were like you want a healthy snack eat like eat crushed Mm -hmm. ice Mm -hmm. or add lemon in it so that your crushed ice is flavored Mm -hmm. i'm like that's a snack Mm -hmm. that's not healthy Mm -hmm. that defeats you're right that was a huge step back i feel like enough people have called that out i would agree um that i now feel like it is more of the hot girl walk be active yes pilates find what works for you i feel like that's a little bit more out there so i loved your answer that yeah. was fantastic. Thank you. Much better than mine. No, I just built off of yours. No, okay. You inspired yeah. me. Wow. Full circle moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that though. I feel like that's the whole point though. Like you said, you want to just live a happy and healthy life mm-hmm. for many years to come. Yeah. And too often when you're in your young 20s, you're only focused on what you look like that summer, mm-hmm. what you look like that day instead of how do I feel about myself? Yes how how are these habits that yeah. i'm building actually going to benefit me in the long run absolutely all of that preventative well, like, health. for me i've talked about this before on my youtube it's like weight training for me was my escape mm-hmm. and the gym was my safe place and there was a moment in time for about mm, a year and a half to two years where it just it wasn't like i found out about my friend passing away in the gym and i kept trying to like force myself to go because I was like oh well this has always worked in the past like why is it not working now and it wasn't until my therapist was like well maybe this place is just too traumatic for you right now like why don't you take a step back and try something else and that was like when it really hit clicked in my head where I'm like okay this is the first time since I started my fitness journey that like weight training isn't working for me right now so what else can I do so that w- there was like three months where the only thing I was doing, the only thing I was capable of doing was walking. And it's like, that's okay. That's where this evolution is, right? Like you are not always going to be extremely passionate about Pilates or yoga or weight training or even walking. Cause you know what? I miss my walks during winter. You know, I can't <laughs> be walking out there in the snow. It's, it's too hard. So it's like you go through these waves and these evolutions and these changes and it's okay to embrace that change especially when it feels so foreign. Cause like for me to not have the gym was such a weird transition in my life where it's like, I've slowly made my way back and I feel really good with where I'm at, but it took a long time. I mean, like a very long time to get back to that. So it's okay. If you fall in and out of love with whatever you're working on, (laughs) whatever you're doing, strength training was my thing for a minute. I feel like we're, we're getting back there though. Yeah. You inspire me. Oh, please. Wow. You do. You want to do a back workout like together? You're like killing it in the gym right now. I'm like, oh, I got to get like that. I got to back to that. <laughs> yeah. No. But it's like fun. It's okay. Like, I feel like that's just the journey, like going, yeah. falling in and out of love with activities and finding out what's working for you, especially with me. Like mental health is such a huge aspect of my space right now. Like my space on the internet is all about mental health. And so I've just had to like figure out where I fit in yeah, in that space right now. Do you feel like your mental health has had a, an effect on your physical health? Because whenever mm-hmm. I'm not in a good place mentally, physically, I can't do anything. Oh, like yeah. you said, at one point, all mm-hmm. you could do was walk. Like you, mm-hmm. t- you took it where you were. Hopefully you didn't feel too guilty 
Mm-mm. about that. Well, I feel you know, like but it, it's hard because you're oh, like, absolutely. man, I used to be up here. And mm-hmm. now like, how do you not compare yourself? How do mm-hmm. you find some type of peace with your new normal? I felt that guilt for a long time. And like, I will say till the day that I'm not here anymore. Like, I'm so grateful for professional help. Like my therapist has like taught me so much and it's just helped help me let go of that guilt right especially when it is something that I have been so passionate about for so long but there was days there was six months of my life where I couldn't get out of bed like there was six months where I had no movement like getting out of bed was the hardest task of my day because I was so severely depressed and it's hard not to feel guilty or to like not be hard on yourself when you can't even get out of bed because it's like that's not who I am that's not who I want to be but I was really struggling with severe depression Mm. so you know when I started going to therapy like that was the first thing that she said was well clearly the gym's not a place you can be so let's try something else yeah so last summer was the first summer that I was like let me try this hot girl walk that everyone's talking about yeah and that was like my first little dash of movement in six months which was crazy so once I started walking and I started feeling a little bit more comfortable stepping my toes or dipping my toes back into strength training it was very slow but it's taken me a long time to like feel comfortable in the gym again yeah because it just was a very traumatic place for me but with professional help and with time and patience like I got there. Yeah. And I feel like once you stop something, it's almost even harder to get back to mm-hmm. it too. So true. So my anxiety would be like, oh my gosh, I haven't been to the gym in so long. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how to, mm-hmm. you don't know how to get back there. Oh no. So when it's baby steps, that's like my only, you, you know how much I love like what we do. Yeah. But like when you have people commenting on your physique every single day that oh. have no idea what you're going through, it just destroys you. So for those six months when it was like I could work out once a month and I'm like losing all this muscle that I've spent so much yep. time like building and I was like so confident with where I was in my fitness journey and then to have like people being like, oh, I miss the old Whitney. Oh. Well, girl, I miss the old Whitney too. Yeah. But she's not here anymore. You know? The old Taylor can't come to the phone oh, right no. now. <laughs> she's dead. She's dead. <laughs> so I just feel like that is was the only, was the part that was the hardest for me yeah was people telling me that I don't look how I should anymore and that's where I do feel like the fitness industry has taken this like really good turn is it's like I felt like two years ago it was like if you don't have a butt yes if you don't have massive quads mm-hmm. if you're not like shredded head to toe you don't deserve to be talking about fitness exactly period. exactly Oh, I feel that pressure too. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's this really good shift where it's like, we all don't need to look like each other. Like what is so important, it's like you are you and nobody can take that away from you. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be looking at other people and thinking less of yourself because you don't look like them. Yep. Because you are you. Like I can never be you. You can never be me. So we need to learn to like love who we are. And if you don't want to have a big butt, great. Yep. But I felt like, a year ago even that was not the place that we were at 
I agree. But there's been this really good shift this year where I'm like, okay, we have our Pilates girl, we have our yoga girls, we have our girls over here strength training. Like, you can do what you love and not feel the pressure of society because... One thing I have noticed is the more that we try to stay with the trends, like it's it's just so, I mean, it just like, for me, I can't take the pressure of it Yep, because the trends are always changing. And that's where I do struggle with like the world that we live in is like celebrities dictate what we should be doing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like, we went through that whole phase where it's like, who can have the biggest butt if you don't have a butt and you're not shredded head to toe like you said why are you talking about fitness yep but now i'm already seeing this other shift right where it's like we had Lori harvey go wild across the internet because she does pilates so now you have all these girls doing pilates it's like you have to find what you love and not do what society tells you what to do i 100 percent agree i could scream that from the rooftops mm-hmm. and i feel like that's something that you do a great job about talking about all the time of Again, it's down to your life. Mm -hmm. It's down to your health. And health is so different for everybody. Health is more than just what type of exercise you do. Yes. It's how you're doing mentally. It is how you're doing physically, but emotionally, even socially, Mm -hmm. that is health. Absolutely. What are you fueling your body with? Mm -hmm. So it's so much bigger than just what type of training you're doing. Absolutely. It has to be down to what you like. And ultimately, if you want to live a healthy life, Again, it's not just for this summer. Mm-hmm. It's not just for mm-hmm. the next couple of weeks or month or for your wedding or for that event mm-hmm. that you're trying to quote, look good for. Mm-hmm. It's for your entire life. Yep. And you 50. have to do what makes you feel yeah. the best and makes you happy. Yeah. And it's taking care of both your physical and mental health. Yeah. And it's going to change over the years. Yes. And that's what I've been going through. I know. It's crazy. It is crazy because mm-hmm. I, mine definitely changed too mm-hmm. when having Vinny, my training style changed, what I was able to do what I ate. I mean, I just, you know, when you're breastfeeding, you just eat whatever. Yeah. So like trying to get those habits good mm-hmm. again and everything, it's just a phase of life. Yeah. But all too often when you're young, you think you're going to live that exact way for the rest of yes. your life when the focus should be on building good building habits. healthy habits, long lasting habits, sustainable, sustainable <laughs> habits. <laughs> no, for real. Okay. I have another question for you. Okay. What keeps you going now? You know, how long have you been doing this? Five years, eight years? Mm-hmm. What keeps what keeps you coming back? Because even though things have changed mm-hmm. and in the past, maybe you haven't felt as comfortable probably coming back, especially mm-hmm. after, you know. It would- this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, hang out with friends, go out? I feel like a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, well, time for what? If our time was unlimited, how would we use it? What would be the best way to squeeze in that special thing into your schedule that is so important to you and make that a priority? Well, therapy can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. I know that therapy can be extremely beneficial. Just have another person to talk to, talk through things, get to the bottom of feelings that we might not know that we're having, and it can lead us to feel empowered to be the best version of ourselves. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp help. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today 
to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Brit. It'd be so hard to take a break and you know mentally you're not okay, but you mm-hmm. still have to show up because mm-hmm. that's your job. That's mm-hmm. your income. Yes. Did you feel pressured though at that time to keep posting? Oh, did 100%. You feel, did you feel safe to talk about that? Or did you wait until you were kind of through your depression to be like, mm-hmm. hey guys, I've been... severely depressed like Mm -hmm. I'm hanging on let's talk about that are you comfortable talking about that absolutely okay cool so yeah it took me a long time to talk about it but I also feel like it's because you see what people like we see what people say about us we see our comments we see our dms so people you know if I'm gone for a month and I make a post back they're like oh she's back again Mm -hmm. she's so dramatic but it's like in reality girl we're going I was really going through it you know at that point I was in weekly therapy, I was just diagnosed with severe depression and anxiety. I was dealing with trauma and grief and loss. And it was the first time that I was really like, I've always, I've struggled in the past. And I always thought that like, you know, in college when I like lost my way, I was like, okay, well maybe this is depression, but I never was diagnosed, right? I never like was at the point where I needed help. But when it was to the point where I needed help and was diagnosed, it took me a long time to actually start speaking out about it because I didn't feel ready. Yep. And that's okay. I think there's so much power in sharing your story and your journey online. It helps so many people feel less alone because for eight months, I felt like the only person in the world who was dealing with the things I was going through. And it wasn't until I finally spoke out about it that I was like, okay, wait, like I can do this. I can talk about this. Like it brought so many people in my messages, in my comments saying that they're going through the exact same thing. And I never, ever, ever want anyone to ever feel alone because that's the worst feeling. Like Stefan, my fiance is my rock. But like when it gets to the point where you don't feel like anyone, your parents, your friends, your partner understands what you're going through, there's like no lonelier feeling. And so it took me eight months to speak out about it. And that was after I was already in therapy for quite a few months. And then when I decided to go on medication, it took me a long time to talk about that too. Cause I just didn't feel, you just know when you're ready and I just wasn't ready. So it took me a long time to speak out about it, but now it's like at the forefront of everything I do. Like I am so passionate about wanting others to know they are not alone because I mean, I've, I went through it for so long alone. I was dealing with suicide ideation. Like I didn't want to be here anymore. And I'm so grateful for my therapist. Like she saved me. She like helped me. She's given me the tools and resources that I need where I still live with depression. I'm still on medication. I'm still in therapy, but she has given me the tools where if something does happen, I have a better understanding of what I need to do to help myself. That's powerful. And it's like really changed who I am. So it bums me out when people say like, oh, I miss the old Whitney. I'll never be that person again. And of course I like miss her. I miss the Whitney who went to the gym six times a week and was so passionate about weight training, but that's just not who I am anymore. But I don't think that's a bad thing because I've spent so much time on me 
and healing and I love who I've become and it's taken me a really long time and a lot of hard work and a lot of time off social media to do that but it's like I love this person I'll always miss the old Whitney but like life just changes you things happen and it makes you become different and that's okay like there's nothing I you know that quote that everyone says like if you're not changing you're not moving forward whatever that is like I love that quote now because it's like I've gone through so much change and it's the people that like have been with me through my whole journey that like have helped me do it I truly could not have made this through without the girls online who have helped me like my friends who dm me every single day the comments the outpouring of love the connection that you create with people online you get it like yeah these are the people that have helped me and I hope that me sharing my mental health journey and making sure that it is still at the forefront of everything I do all of my content that constant reminder that you are not alone that there is light at the end of the tunnel I hope that I can help just anyone someone yeah anyone that needs it because you wished someone would help you yeah you know? yeah well I'm really proud of you thank you I'm so proud of you thank you proud of you for speaking out I'm proud of you for still being here and seeking the help you need because that's so hard so thank you for sharing no thank you the past three months I would say like May of this year was the first time where I was like okay wait a minute I think I'm back yeah after like two full years of like just not feeling like myself feeling really lost feeling really hurt may hit this year and I was like wait a minute I think I can go to like bi-weekly therapy like I'm in a really good spot right now and so I have been like it took a long time but I just hope that that gives anyone who's listening anyone who's struggling like you will make it out of this you will there is light at the end of the tunnel it doesn't mean that I still don't have depressive episodes or weeks or that I don't struggle but like I just feel like I'm in a good place right now. And for once in the first time in two years, like that is just, I feel like me again and I'm just so happy to be here, but it took a long time and a lot of work, but we made it. I'm so proud of you. That makes me so happy that you're finally feeling like yourself. Mm -hmm. I can't relate to, well, I can in some sort Mm -hmm. relate to that of once you have a kid, your hormones are out of whack Mm -hmm. and you've just shared your body. I did not feel like myself, not as long and, but there's a lot of crazy hormones oh, feeling depressed and mm-hmm. just didn't feel like myself. It mm-hmm. took me so long to mm-hmm. get that power back. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's hard mentally, yeah. especially if you're getting comments of, we miss the old Whitney. Yeah. We miss who you used to be. Mm-hmm. It's like, you almost have an identity crisis Absolutely. where you're like, wait a minute, am I, am I how I am now? Mm-hmm. Not good enough. Mm-hmm. Do I need to be back that person? And I feel like it's almost a juggle of, okay, well, do I still try to be that person or yes. do I be true to who I am right mm-hmm. now of, you know what? No, I'm owning, this is the new me. Yeah, It's okay to grow and evolve, which is very hard. It's so hard. To feel like that's okay because you do mourn your old self. Mm-hmm. And you're like, am I a fraud? <laughs> Sometimes I feel like, I, am I a fraud? Because mm-hmm. am I wrong for not being exactly how mm-hmm. I used to be? But now as I've gotten older mm-hmm. and I wonder if you feel the same, it's like, no, this is actually part of life and Absolutely. it's okay. Yeah. And I spent so much time like being who everybody else wanted me to be. 
I mean, one comment about anything, I would stop doing that. Mm-hmm. If anybody left a comment, like I, I am such a people pleaser. I want everybody to be happy. And it's like the more that I've just worked on myself, like I don't want to be what everybody else wants me to be. I want to be who I am and just be true to that. And it took me a long, long, long time to realize that. But I just feel like finally for once, like I can just post content and create content that makes me so happy and I want to share. Yeah. And I still think there is such a stigma around mental health. Like I'm sure you've seen comments about it. Like I'll get comments, I'll get private messages that are like, you need to stop talking about this. Like, you know, nothing about this. Like there is still such a stigma around sharing your mental health journey. And so sometimes I like, I question myself. Oh, maybe I shouldn't be sharing this. Yeah. But I just encourage you, like when you are ready, anyone who is listening, like when you are ready, just be true to yourself and share your story because it will help somebody. And I remember when you were going through your postpartum and I was following you, I couldn't relate to you. But I remember looking at your comments and seeing how many people you helped. So everyone has their story and their story will help somebody. Yeah, totally. As you help so many. No. You do though. Stop Even Even talking about your psoriasis, we don't have to get into that. But Mm -hmm. even with that, I mean, my dad. Yes. I've seen how much of a struggle he's had his entire life Mm -hmm. dealing with that. So even you being able to open up about not only your mental health, but that both very private Mm -hmm. things though, just giving anyone a glimmer of hope because so I know so many people look up to you in so many different ways. So you're so brave. I told my dad that you share about your psoriasis. He's like, I could never, she is so cool and so brave. I was like, that's awesome. Well, everyone, everyone has something. You know what I mean? And I think that that's something that's really cool to just remind everybody that we've all got, we've all got our problems. Mm -hmm. So be nice. Yeah. Be kind. Everyone's going through something. Mm-hmm. So we have to be more gentle with our words. Yes. Because your words hold a lot of power. They really do. Mm-hmm. Especially on the internet. <laughs> Especially on the internet. Because yeah, we see them all. Yes, we do. So when you leave a nice comment, we see it and we are so grateful. So yes. Thank you. Thank you for all the love. Yes. Honestly, I sometimes I'm too scared to even read my DMs and comments. Absolutely. So every once in a while, if I don't reply, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm too scared to open them mm-hmm. because I don't know what I'm going to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I've seen or found like the meanest things yep. is in my message requests, which is unfortunate. Uh, yeah. I'm okay. scared. That's okay. Uh, I'm scared. She's scared. That's just a boundary you have to set. Like if you can't, like there will be times where I know my mental health can't handle one bad comment. And so it's just like, okay, I just won't post that day because that day is not the day for me yes. to see anything bad because it'll send me into a spiral. That's good that you've set some boundaries. Yeah. It takes time to figure it out. But oh, absolutely. I love that. Good mm-hmm. for you. Back to the original question, which was what keeps you going after being in the space for yes. so long? I feel like that's a good, you kind of almost answered that. Of yeah. Now you're into sharing your hunt health journey yeah. and sharing other things that you love. But. Well, it's just staying true to who I am now. Mental health is my number one thing right now. So I just share more of what I'm the most passionate at. I love creating content. Like there's nothing greater to me than creating content, editing it, posting it. Like I'm sure you get the same 
feeling as soon as you like put all of your work into something you hit post you're like oh I love this like you get so proud of yourself and it's so like I feel so grateful to do what I love like I love creating content but if I'm creating content for other people and what they want yeah that's where it gets a little tricky right because that's when you're like ooh, but this isn't bringing me joy anymore yeah because you're not being true to yourself it's a hard it's a hard fine line Mm -hmm. to walk between the two because while at one point it is your job so Mm -hmm. you're like you know some people feel a little bit entitled to exactly what you should be doing what you should be saying but at the Mm -hmm. end of the day you've got to always for me I always bring it back to you know this is my space this is my platform Mm -hmm. I would love you to be here but if it doesn't serve you Mm -hmm. you like you can quietly and kindly leave absolutely because I you can't cater to everyone Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to you you've got millions okay you think you can cater to all three you just can't 10 15 million Mm -mm. people and when I was trying to that's when my mental health was a wreck yeah because I would do one thing and then somebody would leave a comment that they hated it so then I'd try something else and then somebody would leave a comment that they hated that so if you're not doing what you truly love and what is true to you it, you're not going to it's not sustainable yep so that's the only when people ask me how you just did like what keeps you going you've been doing this for five years it's doing what I genuinely truly truly love and what what I feel the most passionate about at the moment yep so a lot of my content right now is mental health related and it just brings me so much joy well good it so, brings me joy too thank you I love I love thank hearing you. I love everything about so I mean you stop that thank you yeah. <laughs> My last question before we get into rapid fire is what is one thing you would tell your younger self? Just start. Oh, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Elaborate. Mm -hmm. I just feel like I have held myself back so many times in my life out of fear, fear of what people will think of me fear of being mocked humiliated embarrassing myself like there have been so many things like even on like dates with boys where like a boy wants to go do something I'm like no I can't because I I get too embarrassed Mm -hmm. and it's like I've held myself back for so long that I look at my younger self and I like am so sad for her because why did she hold herself back like life is so short and it's so precious and I would just tell myself to just go for it. Like whatever you want to do, just try. Like I wanted to do YouTube for so long and I held myself back because I was too embarrassed. Strength training, going to the gym. Like if you want to go to the gym, you've been wanting to do it, you got to do it. You got to push yourself to do it. We all embarrass ourselves. Yeah. But you'll be more grateful for it. You'll have a clear conscience because Mm -hmm. you're like, thank goodness I just did it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like every time that I'm too scared to do something and then I end up doing it, Mm -hmm. I'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? Absolutely. Every time. Well, you were talking about that with the podcast. You were so scared to start the podcast. <laughs> you know, I bought this in 2019. Stop it. 2020, the end of 2021, no. basically 2020. And I got this thing up in one less than a week. I said, I put this off for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want it to be three years pulling yes. into 2022. So yes. I just literally did it. See, and I look at you. And I'm like, why didn't I start earlier? Yes. You just have so. to go for it. If there's something you really want to do, you have to do it. Yep. You have to take that chance on yourself and half the time it won't work out, but the other half it will and it will be so worth it. Yep. And either way you learn something from it. Absolutely. Pet talk, pet talk, Mm -hmm. pet talk. (laughs) 
<laughs> you got it. You got it, girl. So you guys, I asked on Instagram at br- underscore Brittany Lupton. <laughs> I noticed today that you have the underscore before your name. I know. Well, uh, that's how I made it way back in the day. Is Brittany Lupton unavailable? I think so. Should I buy it from her? I've been underscore Brittany Lupton for so long. Yeah, you now. can't I'm change like, it now. You can't change it. Mm-mm. Yeah. So we're going to answer some of your questions rapid fire. So Love it'll it. be like quicker questions. Love. Get to know us. Mm-hmm. And it'll be fun. Okay, pumped. <laughs> pumped up. We pumped up. Should we have Navy and Indigo answer some? Oh, please. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read off the questions, and then you're going to answer it, and then I'll answer it. Okay. Okay, here we go. I'm nervous. <laughs> what was the long breath for? The anticipation. Do you work out while on vacation? My first answer is no, but sometimes. Maybe a walk, but what? usually no. Mine's never. Yeah. Mm-mm. I used to. If it's like a long vacation and there's like family, like when we go to Arizona for family vacation, mm-hmm. like all the brothers want to work out. So we hit the gym. But other than that, I'm like, mm, no, no, never. Okay. What's your favorite color of the winning collection? <gasps> ooh, 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 ooh. To wear or to look at? I think lavender. <sighs> but I like optimist blue. I know. And the brown. Well, you know what's shocking? And indigo navy. Well, you know what? I think indigo navy might be mine or palm green. Yeah. Those two really shocked me. You look so good in them. Thank you. I love Indigo Navy. <laughs> Fave place to get oversized tees. Our merch. <laughs> As I'm wearing Brittany's merch right now. Whitney's merch. <laughs> um, are we talking about casual or gym? Gym, Gymshark, um, casual. Freak. Where? Uh, um, Paxson? Really? I don't know. Where do I? Urban? Urban? Outfitters? Okay. I get I my like casual oversized tees from 30 years. They're bomb. Okay. I've never heard of them. <gasps> it's Katie's K-A-T-Y on Instagram. Okay. It's my clothing company. They're really good. Okay. I'm going to do that. Okay. <clears throat> go-to song. For the gym or like in the car? Just your number one go-to song. Oh no. Right now it's Vertigo by Call It. It's so old. Do I know that? I don't know. It's like a summer song. It's like such a vibe. Okay. Or there's like a new Slower by Tate McRae. That's what I'm listening to right now. I do love her. Yeah. So mine would be anything Taylor Swift, but my number one like turn on the car and listen to a Taylor Swift song would be the one. Ooh. Are you a Taylor Swift girl? Yeah. Remember last time I came here, I was like, I'm going to listen to the Reputation album. I've listened to all of it. I'm up to speed. Thank you. I stand. I'm very happy. Although I still love Jake Gyllenhaal, okay? I'm sorry. <gasps> I can't hate that man. Oh my gosh. I mean, I hate nobody. Yeah, but. But I do love Taylor Swift. The red scarf. <laughs> Poor Jake Gyllenhaal. Those memes. I was like, gosh dang. Okay. Vicious. Okay, this is a good one. <laughs> Most underrated green flags to look for in a guy. Ooh, green flags. Mm-hmm. Um, checks in on you in a healthy way. Cute. Like, Mine would be patience. Ooh. If you can find a man that's patient, mm-hmm. that's a green flag. That's good. First Gymshark item you remember purchasing or wearing? The blueberry flex leggings? No way. I loved those. Yep. Mine would be like very first OG low rise flex leggings. Yep. I still have that photo on my Instagram. Oh, it was yes. my first piece of clothing I bought from Gymshark. I love that. How you knew you found the one. I would say I didn't question it. What a great response. 
Like people are always like, how do I know? I'm like, if you know, you know, meaning you don't have a question. Not like, That's oh, so am true. I supposed to be with them? It's like, you just know. If you have a hesitation, something's holding you back. Absolutely. Your gut. But if there's like no question in your mind, what would you that say? That was such a good response. Thank you. My mom asked me at the end of the day, are you, are you happier to see Stefan? Like when's the happiest time of your day? And it's always when I was with Stefan. Aww. And it's like, I don't like envisioning my life. I always envision Stefan in it. That's so, a good one. I mean, that goes with yours though. Cause I just had no other, I had no questions. Yeah. I was just like, mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Oh. I'm going to ask one shorts or leggings. Mm, I'm a shorts girl. Yeah. Same. Are you? Yeah. You do wear shorts on your Instagram a lot. Mm-hmm. Same. I feel like more, especially cause it's summer now. Well, I feel like I was always a legging girl because I didn't want to show my psoriasis. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm so confident in my psoriasis, I'm like, shorts all the way. Yep. I love shorts. I love, well, you look good in anything, so. She a hottie. Okay. Are you pre-workout, no pre-workout, coffee? Okay. I'm on this no pre-workout kick. And I have been for like over a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's been a year. What about you? Pre-workout. Every day still. Uh, when I lift. So it's like three, four times a week. Okay. So yeah. I was like addicted to pre-workout. Could not do a workout without pre-workout. Yeah. But it was affecting my anxiety so bad that I finally cut it. Yeah. Huge difference. That's good. So now I, I like kind of feel like I get proud of myself. I'm like, oh, I can work out with pre-workout without it. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a good place to be. Like you have enough energy to just... Yeah, but how fun will it be when I start taking it again? <laughs> be cracked I'll up be in the gym. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'm missing. Pre-workout. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start pre-workout again. Let's get lit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Favorite thing about your dogs? Um, Miss Indy just like wholeheartedly loves me. Loves, loves, loves me. She's like snuggle bug. She's my soul dog. She's my girl. She's just full of love. That's my favorite thing about her. Navy, he's just like a human and he's just so snooty and just like he walks his own path and i really admire that i love them my favorite thing about them is that they ran up and hugged me and loved me true they jumped all over you it makes me feel loved instead of bark yeah normally and like avoid yeah they loved me and they sense energy there are people that they won't say hi to and they just (gasps) ran all over you i've been chosen yeah so cute (laughs) i love it okay great one for you Brittany. are you ever going to get a pet probably not (gasps) but I think if no. Vinny or like if I, we have other kids, when they're old enough to actually appreciate and like walk the dog, I would get a dog. My dog's sure. on the floor. Why? Are you I, not a pet kind of girl? No, but it's like having another child. So I would want like the kid. You know, how do you know how mm-hmm. fun it would be if Vinny was old enough mm-hmm. and he's like, mom, let's go get a dog. And then I'm like, let's now get a dog. Do you okay, know what I mean? Yeah, That's absolutely. what I'm waiting for. Instead okay. of like, you know, when he can pick it and then like, you know, he gets to pick the water pool and like where the puppy sleeps, then he gets to pick up the poop. You know, that's the main thing. Okay. He... You make a fair argument. Yeah. What is your favorite dessert? <gasps> I'd say cookies. Right now, mine's gelato. Mm. Is there a good gelato around here? Yes. Let's get it. Yes. Oh, dude, it's so good. Okay. Favorite summer read? Mm, I just finished this book called Every Summer After. <gasps> okay. It- I read it in 48 hours. It's so good. It's like such an easy, perfect summer read. You need to go buy it right now. I will now. buy it. Is it, you do paperback, you don't like do Audible or anything? I do Kindle. Okay, Kindle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or paperback. It. it just depends on the mood I'm in. But it was like, if you are in a reading rut and you just need like a really easy, quick, feel good book every summer after. Done. So good. 
I'm just about to finish where the crawdads sing. I have like three chapters left. Have you read it? You know, I just read that this month. Thoughts? Not my favorite. Okay, yeah. Not my favorite. Are you going to see the movie though? Well, that's why I read it. Same. Was to go see the movie. So I should go see the movie, but I didn't enjoy the book. So that's where I'm torn. Okay. Yeah. I bet I like the movie more than the book at this point. But Taylor Swift wrote an original score. And she said she loves the book. I know. Yeah. That's awkward. (laughs) (laughs) You should do a Taylor Swift meet and greet. Like, have you ever paid for VIP to meet her? Um, she doesn't like offer those. Oh, I bet she doesn't anymore. Yeah. Yeah. She selects people from the crowd. Her mom does. <gasps> Andrea. How do we meet Andrea? To be fair, I have met Taylor Swift before. Oh. I got tell. pulled from the crowd in the <gasps> 1989 concert. Well, that's the best album. In my, that's my favorite I album. I love 1989. Okay, wait. What? But I tell went to the concert. It was okay. the first time I've ever gone to a Taylor Swift concert. I saved Chills. up like every single penny that I had working at American Eagle at Bathy <laughs> Body Works. And I like, because I've loved Taylor Swift since I was 14 years old. Oh my gosh. Like I found her in eighth grade and then I've just loved her. So finally I was able to afford a ticket. So me and my best friend at the time went and her mom walked up like the stand. She was going up above me and I like screamed, Andrea, hi. And it was like the concert had just started. I was like crying because I was just so overwhelmed. So her mom walked past me and then came back down and then asked if I'd ever met Taylor Swift before. And I said, no. So I got to meet her that night. So quick. It was for like maybe less than 10 seconds. The best 10 seconds of my life. Oh my. That is so cool. I loved it. So you've loved her ever since. You're just another picture to burn. Mm-hmm. Teardrops on Drew's guitar. Yeah, yep. Tim McGraw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're a show girl. So favorite shows. What are you watching? My favorite show ever, 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 Handmaid's Tale. Is it on Netflix? It's on Hulu. Why have I never watched it? You never watched Handmaid's Tale? No, I'm going to. It's like dark. Okay. Is it like Downton Abbey, like old time? Because it's like Handmaid's? No. No? It's crazy. It's my favorite show I've ever watched. Okay. And I just, the new season comes out in September. So every time a new season comes out, I rewatch the whole series. Okay. So favorite show ever, Handmaid's Tale. But I watch everything. Like okay. I love Grey's Anatomy. I'm rewatching Modern Family right now. Like yeah. I love shows. So like I'll be cooking dinner and I'll have a show up on my iPad. Yes. I don't think people know this about me. I love shows. Always watching something. Because you feel like you have company. Mm-hmm. I'm the same way. I don't like a quiet house. I'm like podcast yes. or show something just yes. in the background so I feel like I'm not alone. yes when I'm doing my makeup I yeah. always have my iPad with a show on I, I love having that. something going hands may tell okay well I'm gonna watch it and text you all the drama so good. so you know where I'm at okay so good have you watched Love Island no what? I actually don't watch reality tv okay I can I can respect that yeah because you kind of want to like escape the I've watched like a few seasons of Bachelor and Bachelorette mm, I don't... I'm not into that yeah I don't love reality tv Where's been your favorite vacation? Um, I love Cabo. Okay. I love Cabo. But me and Stefan, we're like, we're not adventurous vacationers. Okay. You're like resort pool drinks. Yeah. We are sit by the pool and just do nothing for three days straight kind of people. We don't like to explore. We don't like to be active. Like, I just want to sit and do nothing. So that's why I like Cabo. (laughs) It's like perfect, like sitting weather. Never too hot. Read your books mm-hmm. by the pool. Mm-hmm. That sounds so good right now. Mm-hmm. 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 Soon. Last one. What is your favorite platform? Like social media platform? YouTube. 
I already knew that. What about you? I have like a love hate relationship with TikTok. I okay. feel like with TikTok, you can just be like the most ridiculous, crazy person in the world Absolutely. and people love it. Yeah. You can do whatever you want on TikTok. And it just, you get away with it. Yes. So I, I kind of love that, but I also hate the toxic side of TikTok. Absolutely. So it's a love hate. Okay. My thing with YouTube, and I'm sure you feel the same way, is when I meet somebody, I can always, 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 like, I mean, immediately tell if they watch my YouTube channel. Yep. Because the, you just get to know somebody on such a deeper, more personal level on YouTube than you do on Instagram. I have the most fun creating content for Instagram. Like, I love creating reels and, like, fun. Just, I love content on Instagram. But I love the connection you build with people on YouTube. So Agreed. I love YouTube more. Agreed. No, that's a good, that's valid. Mm -hmm. Because every time I meet someone, they're always like podcast. They always are like, I listen to your podcast and I can tell, you know? Absolutely. So that's true. Because they're getting to know you on such a personal level. Yes. Mm -hmm. Instead of like a filtered picture or a swipe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm workout. Whitney was like, it's like, it's so hard to show your like personality on Instagram. It is. Mm -hmm. Except through stories. Yeah. But even then it's like, but you know, me and you, we're not very good at stories. Yeah. I know. You're better than me. Yeah. I try. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. You're much better than me. And that's the end of the quickfire section. Okay, Wit, tell everyone where they can find you, which I feel like most everybody's already going to know exactly who you are and how to find you, but... Well, you know, I'm most active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Love YouTube the most. You're kind of talking me into TikTok. Yeah. So just anywhere and everywhere. I'll be there. But what's your... <laughs> She'll be there. Well, what's your, like, handle name? Oh, it's <laughs> at Whitney with two Ys, Simmons. Love it. Winnie with one Y was already taken. How dare she? She was there first. She was there first. We messaged sometimes, actually. Aww. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> well, other Whitney Simmons, we love you too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys better show so much love to Wit Wit on her page oh, and on the podcast page. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. We're going to go film some fun content for you guys. Mm-hmm. So enjoy We'll that. see you there as well. We'll see you there as well. <laughs> and that's everything for this week on the Fun and Games podcast. We'll talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. 
With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.